I joined your eCircle Academy community in the fall of 2016, and the concepts and ideas that I'd been processing finally found both a community and like-minded coaches and trainers and a structure to capture and develop and present my business solutions powerfully so that I could start realizing my business goals. You're listening to The Business of Thought Leadership with Nikki Ballou and Michael Palmer. Welcome to another edition of The Business of Thought Leadership podcast, where we believe that it's important for you to have a clear personal brand so that you can stand out from the sea of sameness and be able to differentiate yourself from your competitors. I'm your co-host, Nikki Ballou. I'm your other co-host, Michael Palmer. And boy, Michael, do we have a fantastic guest on the podcast today. I am speaking, of course, of none other than Corey McClure, our dear friend and member of our E-Circle Academy Inner Circle Mastermind. Yes. Welcome, Corey. Thanks, guys. It's great to be here. Corey, it's really an honor to have you uh, on the podcast. You know, to, to watch your success uh, over the time that you've been a member of the Inner Circle is absolutely fantastic. Our listener is really interested in getting to know you and getting to understand how you came from where you were to where you are today, which is this amazing success and, and thought leader in the area of helping people who are millennial young women in insurance, as well as being a thought leader in helping people understand this very powerful Government of Canada job training grant. The listener's really interested in this. Could you tell us your story, Corey? Yeah, so so the backstory has been actually kind of morphing the more and more I really connect with it and take it on. And so what I what I realized is, and I hadn't really thought about it until recently, because it goes right back to an original story um, to the early 70s when I was a little girl. And I used to watch my father build international business partnerships with governments, businesses, and farmers. My father was an international businessman who was developing new opportunities for McCain's frozen food. It was a private family run business that's in the Atlantic Canada. So he would take me to business meetings as a kid, like anywhere from seven to like 16. And we would go to places like in France, Holland, US, Germany. So it kind of became a part of my psyche to actually like be in these conversations that he, he had sort of exposed me to and, and kind of take on how resources could be used to build partnerships, to utilize like money, governments, businesses, things like that, and to actually have those conversations with people that promote, you know, these types of, you know, thriving kind of partnerships. So that was the original story, which I hadn't really tapped into until I started to think about all of the things that I'd done as a kid. And then fast forward early 2000s, and here I am. I'm working as an employment consultant with federal and provincial programs that supported the development of the Canadian workforce. And what I did is I got to design and deliver hundreds of training programs, thousands of dollars, to support new hires for growing businesses. 
what we basically were doing is we were developing new skills and uh, creating partnerships. There was apprenticeships. There's all kinds of neat, like skill development paths that were available. I love this type of work. And within being a government role, there was still this interesting entrepreneurial spirit that was still, still kind of hanging out from the days of my dad. And it was, it was kind of budding more and more. So what I really understood is the value of being clear on what impacts would be realized by investing in people and businesses and partnerships. And I, I had this sort of undying feeling that that governments and businesses and training, all this could actually hang hang out together powerfully in the world. And that there was an opportunity to shift like the mindset, have conversations that both businesses and governments could actually really understand each other and they'd actually want to be in rooms together doing these further partnerships. So my belief around this model, it was still intuitive and passionate, but I just wasn't sure how I was going to get to an end result that would make a difference and have a business practice that would work for me and actually other, other people, other trainers. So in 2016, I, I took on beefing up my credentials with an international coaching certificate. And by mid-2016, I had started working with my first government-funded client. This was um, a leadership program for young women who are brand new and developing their sales skills and their book of business in the insurance industry. Shortly after that, I met you guys. I joined your eCircle Academy community in the fall of 2016, and the concepts and ideas that I'd been processing finally found both a community and like-minded coaches and trainers, and a structure to capture and develop and present my business solutions powerfully so that I could start realizing my business goals. After a few months, you guys started to identify a real niche program that what that was offering my services to other trainers to develop their programs and to be government funded, tap into some more training dollars for corporate clients so that they could actually reduce their training costs, increase their revenue and access new clients. And that's where we are right now. So that's kind of the backstory. It's an amazing backstory. I mean, your father worked for McCain's, which is actually a huge company, one of, I think, the 10 biggest in Canada. Yeah. Must have been an incredible life experience and education for you to get to go with him on all these trips when you were so young. I, 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 mm-hmm. I mean, what that could have done for you and your self-confidence and, and, and your belief in what was possible must have been amazing. It was. But I think as a kid, you just take for granted what you're doing. You know, you're, you're just going anyway. Sometimes it was really magical and sometimes it was really stinking in the, in the factories, uh, but it was, it was real. It was real. And I, I didn't realize until now, until I, I you know, I knew I was going to kind of tell a little bit about what my story had been that not a lot of kids got to do that. That was rare, you know, so it really, it really led me to, um, yeah, being comfortable, having conversations, and actually seeing what could be what could be created with whatever partnership was out there. Like it just so it was so natural. Corey, it's an amazing story, and it's led you to a place where 
you've really branded yourself. You have a powerful personal brand. I mean, since you've become a member of E-Circle Academy, you've really positioned yourself as the authority in this space. People are starting to know who you are and what you bring to the table. In fact, you're talking to some of the best-known thought leaders who have training companies in all the world that happen to operate in Canada. Tell our listener... What's it been like for you in developing that independent identity and figuring out who your ideal target niche is? Because I think that's going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, it's, it's that you're, I'm constantly looking at what it was that took me here. And this, this practice today is, was a great activity to kind of realize that I'd have a voice, that I'd have an ability to, to share with others why I, I got where I and, and why it feels so natural. And what it, what it took is when it, when it wasn't available for me to actually identify and, and, and sort of be powerful in it, it took community to actually hear what I wasn't hearing and believing in. And, um, you know, going, going right back to E-Circle, it, need, it needed witnesses to hear what the possibility could be and to actually support me in that journey with, you know, not only coaching training, but structures and, and real conversations with people that would see the value in having this government grant designed model for their business so that they could tap into more um, clients, more companies, more skills that were kind of evolving and that there would be value in the world and that when I realized that that was mine to actually own how how much it just started to like take off <laughs> like it just it just felt natural and it the, the conversations were easy um, because I was actually fulfilling on what had already been my purposeful path from an early time Your story, Corey, is a really excellent example of how valuable our experiences and the things that we've been trained on or the things that we've gone through education for throughout our entire lives and your, yours beginning as a, as a young child is what is valuable. It is what is the differentiator between your competitors. Nobody's lived your life, and that's one of the really the first step that we help our clients understand is what are you uniquely great at? What is that expertise that you have? And many times, most people don't even realize what it is. And sometimes it takes a few moves and a few uh, experiences of working through this to actually understand it. And, and even hearing your story now, we've now been working together, getting close to a year, it's, it's unfolding and you're discovering more and more about really what your true expertise is. And, and I really believe it's that deep, deep understanding of the business of uh, that acumen that you have around bringing governments and business and stakeholders together and understanding what is the true value of what people are delivering and how can we communicate that. And and it's no surprise that the marketplace is, is celebrating this with you and saying, come help us because you're just so great at it. Mm-hmm. Now what? Thanks, Michael. Yeah, and and uh, it's really a pleasure, and I, I'm speaking for Nikki as well for us to see to see you develop and and do this, and it's just miraculous sometimes to watch how people just take it and run with it, and you're one of those people. Share with us though, you know, 
one of the challenges I think that our listener has, if they are a person that's that's selling training or development to businesses, is that you know there's a big opportunity here, right? You could go and 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 sell these uh, programs, and there's government funding for that, and wow, that's that's amazing. But what do you see as being the big challenge that is in the way of these people trying to go and get that kind of funding? It's a couple of things. So the first one is they, they actually might not even know about it. You know, like the trainers are they've kind of got their, their blinders on They're They're running down the road to where they want to deliver their programs. And so they're kind of in that, in that sort of myopic view. And so they don't realize it's there and then they do hear about it. So they're in passing, they're at a networking event. Somebody says, Hey, have you heard about this grant? And they're like, okay, that just sounds like a whole lot of work. Anything that, that sort of represents a government proposal or whatever, it, it, the procurement process always feels like scary and long and big and wordy. So I think those are the first two things that come to mind. It's the actual, well, what would it be like working with the government? Like, what would it actually feel like? And could I actually do that? And would my content be able to qualify to have that kind of approval? And the short answer is that it will. And when they work with me, they get to see what it is that they are really wanting to make a difference for in the workplace. Like they literally get to like place their program in front of me and say, you know, these are the impacts that I want to make for my clients that take my training when I go into their workplaces. These are the differences that I want to make for the organizational impacts in that particular organization and any organization that I step into. And I just don't realize how to create language in my program design that sounds like the government will want to invest in me as a trainer and I'm going to make significant return on the investment by the government investing in me as that trainer with a very unique delivery model that no other trainer has, right? Like every trainer has some new kind of training skill that they're going to bring into the workplace that the other trainers in the world don't have. By echoing what they want to do and the difference they want to make, they solidify even more by working with me how powerful their delivery will be and how clearly they can articulate it to their potential client market when they have this wonderful custom design. Corey, tell people, tell our listener specifically, who may be a, a, a trainer or an aspiring trainer, what is this uh, Canada Job Training Grant Program all about? Because as you said, most people don't even know it exists. Mm-hmm. So in 2015, there was a partnership between the federal government and different provinces across Canada to help develop employability skills, um, skills that we can actually quantify so um, increasing performance, increasing selling, increasing marketing, communications, all of the things that literally support the journey to increasing the revenue for companies and their employees. And the government thought that if the companies across Canada could choose the particular training that would support the development of their company, they would be able to engage in a third-party trainer such as ourselves to bring in the training models to deliver these clients this new skill set, help them 
develop whatever it was they were looking for. And the government thought that that would be a really great partnership and is offering 66% subsidy for companies to acquire a trainer so that this trainer can come in and deliver a program that is less than one year. It covers up to $10,000 per employee in the company. It also, you know, so the funds are, example, in Ontario, we're looking at $192 million each year from 2016 to April 1st, 2020. So those are the type of dollars that are available those to support. Those are big dollars, Corey. Yeah, and that's just Ontario. So every other province has a varying budget similar kind of uh, money, except for Quebec, to work these types of programs in different companies across Canada. Yeah, there's an absolutely incredible opportunity for that alone. But I think what's cool about your expertise is it's, it's what you help people do is figure out why someone should invest in their program. And I think that's probably yeah. a weakness for many people listening right now is how do you prove the ROI, the return on investment to a first the government, but as well, if you're not even going after government funding, what, what's great about the program that you help your clients go through is let's get it really clear as to why this is valuable and what the return's going to be. So talk a little bit about how you help people understand that and where you see people failing around it. Yeah. Okay. So how I help them is the first step is actually looking at what uh, they, they, the difference they want to make in the workplace. So what are the things that they have focused on their expertise that falls into um, the employment, like the employment types of skills that uh, any investor, including a government, which is the really neat thing about this model, it's very transportable. As soon as you, as a trainer, sit down and say, well, what is my actual investment? What are the different different kind of key points, like one to three points, that I get as a result after somebody engages in my training? And the more and more they practice that kind of way of looking at their training. So this is how their lives were. These employees' lives were before I was engaged as their trainer. This is the training program that I delivered with the following skill focus. And these are the results that this company and these individuals, these these clients, have received after they participated in my training program. And the whole model, that the way that the program has been designed from actually an agreement that we set up with the government I very much create the model to answer all those questions. So first of all, the trainer is clear. When they go in and they start talking to a potential market, they've clearly identified who that potential market is, where they've had the most success, where they've had the most joy in bringing these training programs into the workplace. And they get to kind of do an inventory with me. Like, where was that? What was it like? What were some of the results that you got? And, you know, how did that then elevate the company to getting some new great performances? So the first place is kind of working with them from that program. And then the second place is we work on having them actually have that conversation be really solid in their pitch. So when they go out and they talk to their potential clients, 
they're clear on what it is they're bringing, the solution they're bringing, and the value that they have because they know what their ROI is, like you said, Michael. And they're clear on where those impacts have been in the past and where they're going to guarantee in the future because of this funding. This model is saying, this is what we're going to give you guys, and this is what this trainer does actually fulfill on. And then the third part is really like working through the process. You know, so they've had these conversations with with a potential client. They have an interested company that wants to engage them as a third-party trainer. They then get to sit in that boardroom with that decision maker and they say, you know, this is what this is what we're all on board with. Well, great news is we actually can get, we can apply to have this subsidized. Would that be of interest to you to re- potentially reduce your cost by 66%? So they, they have a power, like they have a, a real power model they're operating from when they have that type of relationship and that type of stand and what they see that they're going to be able to kind of bring forward. And then, so what I do is I, like a quarterback, I kind of have all those things in place, not to get into too many details, but I've got sort of, you know, where are the funds available in the regions that they're going to be training for their corresponding headquarters of that company that they're pitching to, how much money is actually available. I can get all that from a a potential, my potential contacts who are consultants and just like really make sure that that's all in place so that there's no glitches when everybody's sitting there to say, yeah, let's just sign this up and start this program. You know, you're, you're, you know, forget about the government <laughs> funding, your program and what you know and how you do it. It's like you, you're, people might be calling you to help them if they're going to go on the Dragon's Den or the, the Shark Tank. It's like, you've seen, we've all seen the people get up there and blow it, right? It's like, give us the numbers. Why is this valuable? And people are like, well, we can sell to everybody or, you know, it's, it, it helps people. They really like it. You know, they smile a lot when they've done it, but you really help people get clear and put together a very clear message around why is this valuable? Yeah. Yeah. And it's conversations that we keep staying in because I want them to have success with this. Like I want them to go through designing it, but I want them to have the experience as soon as possible where they're actually seeing it administratively go through. We'll be right back with the rest of our interview with today's guest. We're here with Mark Von Muser. Mark is Michael and I's mentor. And on top of that, he does a lot of work with us in our highest level mastermind programs to help our clients solve the most pressing problems they have when it comes to taking their thought leadership practice to the next level. And one of the problems that Mark and I were talking about the other day was an issue that a lot of people face, which is they spend a lot of money and a lot of time on their marketing and it doesn't work out. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Hey, I'm fantastic. How are you? Oh, man, when I speak to Mark Von Muser, I got a smile on my face and I feel great. (laughs) Um, Thank you. So, Mark, that really is a big problem, right? There are a, a whole lot of people that you run into, that we run into, who really overspend when it comes to marketing and they don't get a lot of great results. Without a doubt. And this challenge has been going on. Back when magazine ads were the way to market, they said, you need to market more, you need to spend more, and it it takes longer. But what we've learned over over a course is that if you have the wrong message, it doesn't matter how much you spend because there is so much competition for people's attention now. A vague, um, missing 
argument or, or discussion message is not going to resonate with today's buyer. And people try and spend and spend and spend, but the problem isn't your spend. The problem is the power of your messaging. And then secondly, it's the power of the messaging to the right group. You might be having the right message, but you're speaking to the wrong group. And until you get those aligned, uh, you, you're just going to be pissing marketing money down the drain. But there's even something more expensive than the marketing spend. And that's the lost opportunity cost. And that's the lost clients that went to somebody else who had their messaging correct and put it in front of the right groups. Yeah, that's absolutely true. What's one of the things that you would say, just bottom line, that people could do in order to overcome this issue? Well, number one, recognize that your way is not working. You know, quit digging. When You know, that's the old saying, when you're in a ditch, stop digging. So secondly is reach out to somebody that can articulate this with you. I wouldn't say it's an easy fix, but again, there are people out there, Nikki, and, and what you guys are doing is a perfect example. You've taken people with the wrong message, the wrong market, no clients, and within six months, a year, they now have 200, 300 clients. You've taken people that have wasted thousands and thousands of dollars on websites, Facebook ads, magazine ads with no clients. They jump into what get clarity of message, get clarity of market and power of delivery. And now all of a sudden they're making more in a month than they used to make in the previous year or two combined. So that would be the key is the fastest way to fix this is get with somebody who specializes in solving this uh, and then just deal with it. When you have the right system and you have people that have done this over and over and over again, it's actually relatively simple when you have the right recipe. So that's what I would say. The fastest way to do it is quit digging and align and hook up with somebody that will help you clarify your message identify how to find the right market. And then lastly, how can I bring that the most effective way to my clients? And next thing you know, you have a flood of clients, just like you guys are helping everybody in your group. Yeah. We like to say it's the being inside the bottle, not being able to read the label when it's your, yep. you, all the experience that you have, the, the message that you have, you can't see it when you're alone. So trying to do this on your own is just not a winning formula. You need other people around that have done this before that can help you really identify it and quickly take it to market. When you do that, it actually happens pretty quickly. That's right. And then as hard as it's been, as expensive as it's been, all of a sudden it becomes fun because you get to focus on what you do best, which is bringing your magic to your clients. And now you're not having to overspend for ads. You're moving out of scarcity. And best of all, you're serving your clients, having a blast, and you're making more money than you ever dreamed possible. Once you get clarity of message, once you get the right markets and know how to deliver your value, it just rocks. And that same challenging business that's keeping you up at night where you're exhausted, you're tired. Now you can't wait to wake up in the morning because your email box, your phone calls are people asking for your help. Imagine what that would be like. And the other part, Michael, that I love is that you did so much research on this and you research literally experts in this field all over the world. You won't say it, but I'll say it on your behalf. And what you found and what you put together blew my mind. It is so powerful. But without it, you just cannot compete. You can't compete in today's market with the vague message or the wrong message. Even with the right message, if you have the wrong market, you can't compete. It is too competitive of a marketplace. So you really have got to get this dialed in and then get out and start doing what you're great at. Too many people are struggling needlessly simply because they ignore this step. No, well said, Mark. Well said. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to have you. 
uh, with us, Mark, and sharing your wisdom. And listen, folks, if you want to get more of this type of wisdom, we run these workshops on a quarterly basis. They're called the E-Circle Academy Immersion. They're held here in Toronto. They're always on a Wednesday, a Thursday, or a Friday. And if you're interested, go to our website, ecircleacademy.com. It's in the show notes and uh, sign up for one of our upcoming sessions. And you can use a special code for our listeners, T-O-B-T-L-22, T-O-B-T-L-22, and you'll get yourself some special consideration. Thanks again. Corey. Here's what I like about your story. First of all, you obviously care very deeply about the people you want to help. And by, by how much you care, you're, you're actually living your purpose. You're making your dent in the universe. So good on you. Secondly, you're demonstrating exactly how one can effectively position themselves as an authority because that's what you've done. You have a very clear message. I can help you access the Canada Job Training Grant, and you can get between 66 to 85% of the cost of this reimbursed to the company that you're working with, Mr. Trainer, Miss Trainer. That's powerful. So your message is super, super clear. The other thing that's really clear is, well, your target market's really clear. You're helping trainers who have been established in business, for a certain number of years and have had a certain amount of success and a track record, you're helping them go from where they are, the plateau they've been stuck at, that sea of sameness, and taking them to a whole nother level with a, a, a weapon, as you put it, a powerful tool that they can use not only to help their clients, but to grow their business. That's really, really powerful as well. Like to me, the clarity of your message and the clarity of your target market speak, because that's a big part of what we teach inside eCircle Academy to you and your fellow Inner Circle members, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. It, it's where I discovered it, Nikki. There's, there's no doubt about it. And what else is really, really powerful for me is that you're creating the right environment for a trainer to be able to come and take advantage of this. So a trainer may go, you know, and find out about this Canada job training grant. I mean, so if you're a listener, you may you may now know about it and go, okay, great, I'm going to go get me some of this money. But you may not have the right environment around you to allow you to actually access this money because it takes an understanding of how this works, right, Corey? Because that's what you do for people is you've got the right environment. You show them how to do it with all the right resources and your coaching. And you've got an understanding of what it takes to be successful to get a positive result from the government in accessing this money. So the right environment's there, right? And then what you're doing is you're helping your client basically position themselves as somebody who's preeminent. Because if you're preeminent, you're going to be able to to access this money. The government is going to say, yes, you're a preeminent trainer. You're somebody who knows what they're doing. So therefore, we're going to approve your program and we're going to allow this company to use your program and get reimbursed. You've taken into account all of these three key elements of basically establishing yourself as an authority or as a thought leader, and you're providing that for your client, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. I think I think what I heard in all of that, Nikki, is there's this there's this element kind of like 
Michael, I think you said earlier, it's almost like a business plan for trainers. Like, you know, we don't have to have a, a detailed business plan when we're, when we're doing our, our market delivery. But when you're clear on how your value model flows really succinctly and that you don't have to add too much language or backpedal or, or do anything like this, you have this wonderful I'm hearing that my trainers get this wonderful model to sort of say, well, this is how I pitch it. And I stay within, I stay within these confines of this pitch and I don't waver out of it so that I don't occur as wanting to alter my proposal to fit them. Like they're very clear when they, they finish designing this model with me and they feel really empowered when they're preparing their market conversations. So Corey, before you joined us inside the inner circle, you were doing this on your own. So you weren't in the right environment yourself. Can you just share what it's been, what it was like then and what it's like now to be inside this amazing community of fellow thought leaders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I, when I was talking earlier, there was this feeling of I intuitively knew there was something I could bring that I was really wanting to leave, like you use this dent in the universe. Like I intuitively knew that there was a reason I was on my path, as you said, Michael and Nikki. But yet I couldn't figure out how to capture it so that it wasn't just going on in my head or like these random notes or whatever. And so what I got after so, so this was me before, not really knowing how I was going to kind of bring this into to the world. And once I went to my very first eCircle meeting, really got exposed to some of the, the tools that you guys use. It was amazing. It was like a light went off and all of that work that I'd been doing in just in the few months of starting my business finally had a structured place where I could capture the ideas and I could mature them. I could formulate, I could test them with, with you guys. I could test them with the structures that the tools provided. And I could actually stay to a consistent format that had whatever I wanted to bring as sort of a potential solution that evolved into a market model that would bring me value as a business practitioner. And then on top of that, there was this incredible community that has continuously evolved over the last nine months since I've been with you guys. And this relentless commitment by you, um, Michael, Nikki, and Teresa to have us survive and thrive and prosper. And so you're there. The whole community is there. And I'm not doing this alone, which is a very common thing for trainers and coaches. They, when they're first starting out, it's, it's just them. So all of those things. That's amazing, Corey. I, I love that phrase, relentless commitment. I'm going to steal that with pride. It's a beautiful phrase. So <laughs> Corey, we end every podcast by asking you, our guest, to share with our listener your three top expert action steps on what they can do to help them take their thought leadership to the next level, and if they're a trainer, to access this amazing Canada Job Training Grant. Could you do that now? Sure. So the three things that I really, really love, both personally and with my clients, is to be completely clear about your purpose 
and your life theme. Simon Sinek has a wonderful TED Talk on, on that would help anybody. So I would suggest that you go to the Simon Sinek TED Talk on life theme. And what this looks like is, is to just really dial into where your experiences are, where your heart beats faster, um, identify and capture this, this feeling as much as possible and, and continue to mature it until it becomes crystal clear. Write about it, share about it, talk about it, whatever it takes to discover and honor like the backstories and your experiences and look from it from the perspective of serving others, like what you're going to discover around you and your value and your purpose and your life theme is for the benefit of others. Just to really, really practice that. The second one is to use this life theme purpose statement to support whatever you do each day. So whatever you're choosing to put into your structure, your productivity scheduler, that it is representative and it's supporting what you're up to. We're really looking at that. And then third, to become conscious of finding ways to prosper and create your unique abundance and your definition around your purposeful life theme. Find people, find a community to support this unique value in the world. Read, write, listen, whatever it takes to keep it alive and thrive. And like a sacred rose growing in one of those glass containers like um, Beauty and the Beast, just like own it and develop it further and trust in it to be the tone of your conversations in whatever relationships you engage in. And when you come from that place, you're authentic and your conversations are not strained. It doesn't feel like you're selling anything. You're just offering business solutions that are natural and simple. Um, yeah, so those are the three that really stand out. Those are three fantastic ones. Now, Corey, I know that your practice right now is thriving and uh, clients are coming to you. But can you do our listener a favor? And if they are a Canadian trainer, whether they're a, um, a solo trainer or they, they own their own training company and they don't know about this job training grant or are interested in finding out about this job training grant, how you can help them, could you create some sort of a link or an offer for them to get in touch with you and see if they qualify for working with you? Would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. They can reach me at my email, which is Corey, C-O-R-R-Y at Corus. C-O-U-R-I-S dot C-A. And we'll start right there at that point. Okay, awesome. We'll make sure we put that information in the show notes. Corey, this was an amazing and highly illuminating podcast episode. You, you know, I feel like a proud papa seeing your success and seeing what a phenomenal thought leader you've become here. And, uh, and I know that uh, Michael feels the same way. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, guys. It was great. Thank you, Corey. Michael, Corey McClure, our very own Corey McClure from our E-Circle Academy Inner Circle as a guest on our podcast. I mean, we have been fortunate that a lot of the members of the Inner Circle have really taken their thought leadership to the next level. And Corey is just one of our bright, shining stars with what she's done in this space, isn't she? 
Absolutely. What I love about Corey is that it's not what she came to our program to figure out. You know, she probably likely thought she was going in a different direction, but she's discovered this and it's really flourishing. And, and she's helping a lot of people do great work uh, for nonprofit businesses. She's helping really heart-based uh, trainers and 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 uh, uh, entrepreneurs really grow their business and, and on both sides, both from the, the people who get the funding and the people who are doing the training. It's fantastic. Yes, it is. What's incredible uh, about Corey is she's really taken uh, to heart what she's learned inside uh, East Circle Academies in our circle. She's really positioned herself uh, as a thought leader. She's she's developed an excellent personal brand. And I love that she said, don't do it alone. That's really, really so powerful. Don't do it alone. Make sure you're in the right environment is really fantastic. And, uh, you know, she's established herself as really the preeminent thought leader in this particular space. As far as I know, there's nobody else like her doing this specifically for Canadian-based trainers and training companies. So that's amazing. And that makes for a great segue into our incredible tool that Corey and other members of uh, the East Circle Academy Inner Circle, as well as you listening to this podcast have used, and that's the one-page authority marketing blueprint. Michael, tell us about it. You know, it, it, it like you say, Corey, she's likely hitting all 10, and she's seeing the results. She doesn't really have to prospect. She's not out there looking for business. The business is finding her. And that's really what it's like when you're an authority, when people know that you are the go-to person in that market to help them solve their really big problem. People just ring you up. And that's, you know, that's truly what we want for all of you that are working to make your dent in the universe so much easier when people are coming, you know, asking you to make that dent with them. So it's really 10 steps that you can take. It's all on one page. It's very clear. It's very simple. And you can start today implementing these things right away. The best part is it's absolutely free. So go ahead and go to authorityrocks.com download a copy for yourself and begin implementing these steps right away. Because when you do, you're going to find that people that need your help and want your help, the people you most want to help are going to start finding you and coming to you. Thank you so much. That wraps another episode of the Business of Thought Leadership podcast. To find out more about today's wonderful guest, and wasn't she a wonderful guest? She was amazing. And to learn all about all sorts of great free business building resources, you can go to thebusinessofthoughtleadership.com. Until next time, goodbye. You've been listening to The Business of Thought Leadership with Nikki Ballou and Michael Palmer. For more information and to download the resources mentioned in this episode, please visit us at thebusinessofthoughtleadership.com. Thank you for listening. 